good afternoon. It's Boy Weezy Mouse here. Everything Tough the Podcast. I introduce to you. My name is Efren, aka Elite Media. How you doing? How you doing today, Efren, man? I'm doing good, man. The weather is nice out, and uh, we're hanging out with you, you know, with some, some cool peeps. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Let's go ahead and get the nitty gritty, bro, man. What what got you started? What got you started in photography? Oh, what got me started? Um, I would say my biggest influence or the only real inspiration I had, honestly, was uh, by a local photographer that I met uh, being in the Subi community, uh, Subi Mike. He was probably the first person that actually got me uh, like interested in photography only because I saw some uh, cool photos out in the wild, and I was like, well... That'd be really cool to do something like that for myself. Like, I've always wanted to take cool photos of my car, but you know, you can't compare uh, taking photos off of like an iPhone or uh, you know your phone versus an actual camera. Like I still stand my ground in saying that camera quality will gladly destroy phone quality all day. I don't care how many megapixels you got in your phone camera. Yeah, so how you feel? So how do you feel when people come on, like for instance, at Facebook, where they be like, "Man, my iPhone can take better pictures than this." How do you feel about that? Do you feel like? I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to take any necessarily offense, you know, it's not my pictures, I mean, I know what I'm putting out, I can't really speak for everybody else, but I mean, hey, if they like their content, I know a lot of people that can put out some really cool content straight off of a phone, um, like if I'm speaking on the aspect of my iPhone, I do love my iPhone for video, on the video aspect, these phones are killer, like they're, they're quality is very good you put that sucker in 4k 60 and trust me that quality is really good you can make something out of it but on the photo aspect like i said personally if i take a photo with an iphone no matter how still my hand is when you zoom in you see you start to see all those pixels all those dead pixels and i I don't know it just doesn't i don't it makes no sense to me how people can say that these cameras are so advanced like you'll go on youtube and you'll see uh, YouTubers posting up their photos that they take with their phones and they look as clear as day and it's like I would love for you to come to my house take a photo of my phone and show me that same picture quality because I don't see it but on a camera it is a whole other ballgame and you don't have to it's not always about having the most megapixels that's what I've noticed like when it came down to me getting my own camera I was worried that it's like oh well the more megapixels the better right but once I started realizing what it means to have a certain amount of megapixels and what it does, like where the benefits are to having less megapixels and more, it helped my decision in buying my camera. What, what type of camera do you shoot with? Uh, right now I shoot with a uh, Canon R6, it was my camera choice. Um, right before this, I actually, my first camera was a, uh, a Canon M50. I had it for a little bit, I actually only had it probably for like a few months, if that, that I used it, and then like I immediately just watching YouTube and seeing reviews and I'm like, I'm, I think I'm gonna end up taking a big leap and just jump into a big boy camera and just say screw it, you know? Have you have you tried anything else in other ecosystems or you mainly been in Canon? Like would you try shooting with a Sony or, or Panasonic or any other brand? I don't think I'd have any issue with trying to shoot with them. I think what I've uh, what I've um, latched onto with Canon is their menu system is very easy to navigate. Uh, one thing that I will always say, it just holding some of these cameras, like I've held Sony's before, uh, I've held a couple of different cameras, but the big, the big thing for me is the ergonomics of a Canon camera. I love that grip, it's nice and chunky, immediate, feels, you know, like good quality and solid in your hands, that it's not going to fall off. Whereas, or, or actually the other thing would be the placement of the shutter. Uh, I've noticed that with Sony cameras, the shutter is higher up that you, you have to like fold your finger over to hit that shutter versus 
gripping the the actual grip of a cannon and your index finger is literally right on the shutter as you grip it. So it's like in a perfect location. So um, what I do love about it, like I said, at the end of the day is their, the, for the ecosystem is their menu. It's really easy to navigate, really easy to use. Um, they're quality products. I mean, they're not cheap by any means. Like the moment I step onto this camera, boy. It's mirrorless, right? It's mirrorless. Yeah, it, uh, mirrorless is like, the move, you know, everybody stepped away from uh, from DSLRs and started going mirrorless, and like it's just it's a smaller package and just as strong, if not better. So there's a lot you could do. So speaking on speaking on that, to kind of at least lean a little bit away from it, at least camera talk more to how do you feel about being a I say model king, bro. <laughs> Well, I appreciate the compliment. Um, I definitely wouldn't peg myself as such, but I am most definitely grateful for everybody that's kind of come along on the journey since I started this whole thing. And uh, the more people that I meet, you know, that's the beauty of photography for me. Like, you start to meet all these different people, all coming from different backgrounds, and uh, you never know who you may meet that could take you into a whole different realm that you haven't even explored or <clears throat> stuff like that. But when it comes to meeting the girls, like some of the girls that have um, came on the on my page, like some of my, my personal girls that are local, it's every single one, the way everything has always started is everyone's naturally nervous, it makes sense, you know, it's, you're, it's a complete stranger coming up to you asking asking for permission to, to take some photos of you and you know uh, to get some content out there so it always uh, it always goes down to how are they or how comfortable will you make them like can you make them very comfortable because that's the key thing you want every you want every girl to be comfortable around you and you know see your kind of style the way you handle your business so you want that experience to be pleasant and fun and you know I don't I don't I'm not the type of guy to be pushy or like be disrespectful like most of these girls that I meet that I take photos with all have boyfriends and not once have I ever uh, you know disrespected or felt like I've disrespected any single one of them in their own relationships but my thing is at the end of the day I'm doing this for fun I'm doing this because I enjoy it and uh, I'm hoping to continue that you know this year is my it's gonna be my second year uh, doing photography, so I'm I'm ready to get grinding. I'm ready to get at it. The first, the first year go by the breeze. It at first it did. Yeah, at first it was kind of like a little slow because when you start, I mean, you gotta start by giving away free content. Obviously, you know, you gotta start putting content out there and get your name out there. I just literally took a leap of faith. I don't come from a, a background of photography. I didn't go to school for photography. I didn't take classes. None of that. I literally just watching YouTube and again. A little bit of an inspiration from somebody that I saw is what kind of decided to get me into it and I just decided to say all right well let's get ourselves a camera let's see what we can do and slowly slowly but surely you know that skill has developed more and more and it's only grown. Self-talk man. Self-talk definitely different. I can say that for myself. I am self-talk in high school and myself so but it's definitely a leap of faith. It's beauty in the struggle. Oh, most definitely. I don't. I don't do this. I don't do this to try to uh, one up anybody, or I don't feel like I am out here trying to like claim that my work is better than anybody's. I'm. I'm not that kind of person. I just do it because it's fun. It's something that I enjoy. That's real passion for doing something. I'm not out here like 
like, oh, I don't like this person. There's how, how many photographers do you see out there when we're going to car shows and stuff? There's there's a hundred, hundreds of photographers out there all doing their own thing. Everybody has their own style. And, you know, at the end of the day, I don't feel like I'm at competition with anybody. I'm literally just doing it because it's something I enjoy. And literally, that's how everything kind of started. It's, it was putting some content out there, getting people's feedback, and get, and all that positive feedback has only caused me to continue and like stay even more motivated. It's only like fueling me to want to keep pushing myself and do even better because I never know how far I'll get if I don't try. Yeah, yeah. true. But speaking, speaking on that, I can ask you man, in a sense of other photographers in the scene when it comes to it, at least being out at shows, do you feel a majority of them out there only for clout or do you think they have the same love in particular like you do or passion for it? I feel that could be questionable. I'm sure some of them do, without a doubt. I'm sure there is definitely a group of people that are just doing it for the clout. Um, personally, I don't. It's nice to see followers. Don't get me wrong. It's nice to see people supporting your craft and what you're doing. But I'm not going to base everything I do because of of that. That's definitely. I'm not in it for the clout. I mean, is it appreciated? Most definitely. Most definitely. It's nice to get that good good feedback, and you know, people really like what you're doing and follow you so most definitely that it feels great but that's not what i'm out for like because at the end of the day i wasn't expecting this i never planned to do photography or did or any of this so for me i'm just doing it literally just for fun and that small hobby or you know it basically started growing and i mean then you start to make a little bit of money people like your stuff so much that they're even willing to pay you to, to get some content you know because not everybody has all this money to be yeah. I'm putting into something and trying to create some art, dude, because it's, it's expensive. It gets real expensive real quick. Yeah, it does. It really does, man. But it's it's a part of, it's part of I can say in some senses, at least outside, it's a hobby for some. It's a life for others and passion for others. Whereas some people's case is just purely, I can't say sport, but more oh, I can do this and it's going to get through this or blah, 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 etc. I'm not going to go too in-depth with that because at least in my eyes there's a few photographers out there that I feel completely caught with and it's just like what's what's your end goal what's your end all be all if you're going to be doing it you know are you only in it for the followers are you only in it for the money because it's like if you're in it for that that shit burns out after a while Correct. it burns out and then it's going to be are you still going to pick up the camera or are you just going to look at the camera as a tool or as a tool like oh man you got me here I don't need you no more well, definitely, and not a lot of people have that time on their hands even to be going out and like, depending on what kind of photography you're into, whether it's landscape or portraits or, you know, car content, which is obviously what I've had my focus on. I've had, I have had a couple of shoots that I've been hired for to do some portraits. Like I did a, in a, a small little engagement shoot for two of our crew members from our crew. And that was something different for me. It was, I, I gave it a shot and you know, they took a chance on me. I really appreciate it uh, to Kaylee and to Adrian for, for asking me to do something like that, a special moment for them to get engaged. So I really appreciate the love. It means a lot, like all the support from them, from all the rest of the crew. Uh, big shout out for sure will go to our crew presidents all day, uh, Josh and Mo, most definitely. They deserve all of that because they've been big supporters. They've obviously shown me a lot of love and not only them, but like literally everybody in the crew. I have numerous 
crew members that have asked me to take photos with them and it means the world to me because like they're literally pushing me at the same time to try to continue to grow and at the same time you know when you start to take more than one set of photo of a person's car it challenges you to try to be more creative in either locations and like okay what different angles can you get you know like you're almost kind of like under pressure in a sense like I will speak on, on the fact for myself I usually am never prepared like quote unquote prepared for a shoot like I don't have a routine set up or like oh I, I know for a fact I'm gonna be doing this shot that shot this shot like no I don't have any plans going into it I literally work off of what's in front of me and I adapt that's the way I feel like it's it's more natural in that way when you in the sense it's kind of weakening but it's it is a challenge because well, then definitely. it's like after you get that shot you know deep down you see it at least hit the screen like yeah I got that like I, I was able to do it I didn't think it would work but I got it to work correct it's perfect you know trust me it's just I feel like a regular like if you prepare yourself sometimes it's like you preparing you can't set yourself up for failure depending on what it is well, in some cases it may work it may work for some people but winging it's different it's just like it's more of a challenge with again I repeat the beauty and the struggle after getting those shots it's, it's like you tell yourself you feel accomplished Oh, most definitely. Like, yeah, it's the greatest <laughs> feeling, most definitely. Like, the way I handle my shoots, I mean, I, I know certain photographers usually love to just go crazy and take a lot of shots. Like, you know, they go, go well on the shutter, and uh, they'll probably take 30 shots, 50 shots, maybe even. And a lot of times the customers don't even see those shots, like all of the ones that they took. Like, they, you know, they, they pay them their fee, they take all the shots, and then send them over. The way I operate is I take all the shots that either I can think of at the moment and I show them to the person, to the client. I always show them to them because I want them to pick out the shots that they want. Like why would I want to give somebody content that they're not going to be content with, right? So that's usually how I operate. So I may, I may be taking one shot and then have them check, take another shot and then have them check versus just going at it. Sometimes it'll be like that. Sometimes I'll take several shots and then show it back to the customer and let, let them take a look at it and see if they approve. Uh, and when it comes to models, that's a whole other ballgame too because there's more, there's more things that come into play when it comes to models. Because shooting cars is one thing. Shooting people is one thing. But shooting cars and people together is, is a whole other ballgame because... Uh, you have to, sometimes it comes down to your location, sometimes it comes down to wind, you have no idea how much of a struggle it is to try to get some cool shots when it's so windy outside and the girls, you know, spend time to do their hair and get all ready to go and the hair is constantly blowing in their face and it's like sometimes you got to wail on that shutter to try to get that perfect moment in those 5-10 shots that was the solid shot. It becomes difficult. And usually I'm the type of guy that I like to pick my shots. I don't love to just wail on that shutter. I love to pick my shots, figure out the poses that I want, and adjust from there. So, like, if we have a picture of the girl over by by the wheel, okay, we take it, I show it to her, and she's like, okay, I like it, but I don't like my hand placement. We can change my hand placement. All right, cool, we can adjust from there. But at least we know we're onto something. We're she's content with the with the pose it's just adjusting making minor adjustments to make that shot be perfect like but uh, i guess you could say go deeper in depth with that 
what are, uh, well, no, I scratched it. What would you say were your top three most difficult shoots from last year? And if you can think of three. If it's more than three, you can add more than three. Difficult shoots in what aspect? Like just to take the photos or anything. I know my 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 struggle right now for sure is nighttime shoots. I know why why is nighttime? So the thing is taking photos of cars at night, just cars is one thing. But I'm telling you, when you have a model in play, lighting is everything. You need to find a spot that has some lighting so that way they can come out the way they're, they're supposed to. Because the thing is, uh, when it comes to taking shots of cars at night, you could, you could use a tripod. It works killer for night shots because the car is not gonna move, you know that. But it's difficult to have a person stay still for half a second on that shutter or whatever spec or spec you have on your on your uh, camera going on at the time. You could be at one twentieth of a second, you could be at one fiftieth and it's hard for that model to stay still, you know, and it's difficult because in that little bit of a time they could become they could come blurry. Like the car will be perfectly sharp but they come up blurry. Exactly. The hair moves if she uh, blinks or something, you know one of many things can happen. So nighttime photography for sure I want to get better at. Um, I am considering potentially in the future maybe to invest in a, a flash. I haven't played with one before so I have no clue if it's easy or not. It's just I'm literally, <laughs> I spend the money and I just decided to put it to work honestly and it's like sometimes you gotta, you get a little carried away. You get excited, you know it's that, that Best Buy credit card. You have no idea man, that Best Buy credit card is, is my enemy because I know that I could get whatever I want and have so much time to pay it off. So sometimes you get cocky with it and you're like, ah, it's okay, I'll pay it off in all this time. I got the money for it in 12 months, 18 months, 0% uh, financing to pay it off. But that's how that's how that debt catches up to you, man. You know, you know what the name for it, right? It's a third name. Do you know what it's called? Uh, what's that? It's called gas. Gear acquisition. <laughs> oh, okay. Syndrome. Interesting. I don't think I've ever heard I heard of that before. I mean, it usually happens. It's kind of, I say, it's comparable to like cars or car parts. Like after you buy that first mod, you kind of get into that. Okay, I want to buy this, buy this. Oh, that most definitely. Yeah. If, if, if when you put it that way, I can relate big time for sure. You get that first nice lens, and then it's like okay. Like, me personally, I started with a, a couple of primes. And I always wanted a zoom, but I wanted a good quality zoom. But you know, good quality zooms cost a butt ton of money. Oh, yeah. Because if they're versatile. But where the prime where the prime lenses have their advantage is their aperture. Because they can do much better in lower light. And they cost less, typically. Yeah. But I, I totally fell in love with zoom lenses. Uh, so, like, right now... Let's see, if I had to go through my bag, I have a 35mm 1.8 uh, prime. I have a 50mm 1.8 prime. Those were, you know, on the lower end of how much they cost. But my first big boy lens was the 70-200 f4. Uh, that was a great big purchase. I know there's a 2.8, but we're also talking a difference of like $1,200, $1,300 difference. And I'm like, is it really worth the... What is it like? Two or three stops of a difference on the aperture. I'm I like, mean, you know. I say a certain circumstances here. 
because I well I use a 7200 myself. I I have an F4, but I have the older F4. Okay. So, but it, it is. It is a difference. It, it is a difference. At least your vocal, your vocal pops a lot more, and it's it it, just, it works. The F4, the F4 can still get quality, still get a beautiful image too. But the 28, 28 is gonna get it. Right. You're when the F4, you're limited on the light, most yeah. definitely. So yeah, the extra, the extra three stops, two or three stops. Definitely works in the advantage when it comes to lighting, most yeah. definitely. And obviously, you know, you get your more blur, your bokeh. Yeah. But I just, but I figured, you know what, it was my first first big boy lens. First one perfect. Let's go it's into perfect. it. I used it for a lot. That was like literally, it seemed like the quality also changed on the photos, personally. Like obviously, it's a prime lens that is a little more inexpensive. It still takes great photos, still sharp. But once you get into a, uh, a professional lens, like an L lens, Oh yeah, it, the quality for sure changes, and you start to fall in love much more with that type of quality. Would you Would you say it's your go-to lens? Right now, uh, well, touching right back to the lenses that I have. So that third lens that I got was the seventy to two hundred f four. After that, I bought a twenty-four to seventy two point eight. I felt that lens would have been a great uh, purchase because when it comes to going to like car events, car shows. You don't always have the room to be using a 70 yeah, to 200. No. It's really tight. You know, there's a lot of people around. The cars are so close to each other, so it's not so easy to get the, the picture that you want. So I thought the 24 to 70 would have been a good purchase. That was not a cheap purchase, man. No, no. That lens alone is like $2,500. Oh, yeah. Mirrorless, yeah, yeah, that's that's mirrorless, the thing. Mirrorless cameras were like three-piece wheels. But. Yeah, and then that the last uh, lens that I have, my fifth lens, my newest one was the 85mm 1.2, and that thing is a monster. Like truly, like a one-two. Oh, you can just imagine the bokeh and that blur to get some killer portraits. And, and I know you do a lot more portraits than I do, so. If you, I don't know if you have one yourself. Do you have one? I don't have an 85. Actually, I have a 35. A 35 one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. One twos are—they're beautiful when it comes to portraits. They're, yeah. They're great for portraits. You are—you are very limited sometimes because some you. I what I've noticed about some of these lenses is that even though they have like oh my god you have a 1.2 it's probably really killer. I come to notice that I don't always need that. Sometimes it's just overkill. You don't really need all that. So. When I got the F4 on that 70 to 200, that's why I'm glad I got the F4. Because sometimes you don't even need that 2.8. Like literally because of that zoom, all you gotta do is take some a few more steps back and that zoom becomes your, your blur. Like literally because you're getting so much more compression in that background and you get your blur out. You achieve it out of having that longer focal length. That's, so it's kind of like I said it's kind of look at it as a trick that I feel like some camera companies pull on us and like oh you have this F4 but you know you want this 2.8 because it is right right you know what I, mean? I feel like they play tricks but I mean it's it's to the photographer's case what you want what are you what are you wanting out of the internet case. correct because you can I've seen some beautiful wedding wedding shots with an F4 and it's like you sure this is the F4 and seen some with two eight some two eights can be it, it, it could be either overkill or it just looks horrible in some cases. It can. It, it's more or less where's where's that happy medium or that balance for me. That's really correct. What I say comes down to at least in the stops because you can always 
to always make it happen, whatever. For sure. That's for that's the happy meeting. For me, the workhorse out of those lenses has been that 85 one too. Oh yeah. That was literally a monster, and that sucker is not cheap either. <laughs> We're talking three fat stacks. Oh yeah. For one single lens, it's like Jesus Christ. Like that lens costs more than my body. <laughs> that's how crazy it is, dude. But it is truly a workhorse, though. So, um, it's been the, the biggest go-to. Otherwise, I feel like I definitely stick to my 24 to 70 when it comes to shows and stuff, just because of that versatility of having to shoot super wide when you can. And if you still want to get that telephoto, even though your your lowest you can go is 2.8, it is still very usable and it still looks great. It works, I say. For sure. It's, it's better. It's better to have at least at a show. At a show, it's perfect. Almost Portraits, you get away with murder with any, any either one. You know, For sure. <laughs> but yeah, just definitely, man. I say definitely get more into portrait. You know, before before we check the subject, definitely go into portrait. If you get into portrait photography, you're gonna, you're gonna fall in love with the look. In some oh, cases. most so definitely. Like I, that's how at least how I ended up getting started with it. Just after having that dreamy movie. effect got you yeah, hooked, huh? It was just like, man, like. I don't think I realize how much I enjoy this. And then, right. Because if you, like, I have a few shots that I have on my on my phone or my storage device, I would call it. And I still look back at those pictures like, like damn, man. I, just, I don't see how someone can just like more. <laughs> <at all. laughs> I feel I, you. I really say it. But it's, it's fun. It's definitely fun. I will say I've uh, found that. Once you start to see those photos of that quality, once you start to see that bokeh, like it definitely hooks you. Like I've noticed with my uh, photography, like when it comes to models, I've always found myself to be more of a, a close-up photographer over shooting super white. I feel like I like those close-ups because I like that person, which is supposed to be the highlight of the photo, to come out, to really pop. And so getting close to them, like you start to get that really nice blur, doesn't like sometimes for me location doesn't always matter. Yeah. Although it is nice to find some really cool spots and areas to go shoot. Like I, I would love to like I'm hoping, I'm hoping that if if it's possible this year, I would love to go to Gallenberg. You should first they'll say possible. You you gotta go. I you as long eat. as work nope, allows nope, it, bro, nope, gotta I go. will definitely be there. You gotta go. And the biggest reason for <laughs> me going is just the scenery, man. Yeah. It's to be able to take all those photos. Like, don't get me wrong. Obviously, seeing all these cool builds, I, I hear, man. I've heard from you. There are some really crazy killer builds. It's a whole different uh, environment than it is out here. Uh, so the show aspect, obviously, I would love to go. It's it's really nice. But what really draws me to get is the scenery. Oh yeah, but trust me, like. I love I love the cars here, like I do, but nothing nothing hits different than being at like Lookout, Lookout Mountain, man, looking and seeing the four cornering states there. Like that's that's different. We don't see that here. You know, being in the Midwest, we don't right. get that. It's all flatland out here. It's yeah. so boring, and there's really nothing to it. I mean, you can go to like the city, and obviously get some really cool, you know, photos yeah. of the buildings. Like that's obviously really nice, but yeah, there's, there's no hills, there's no mountains, there's no valleys, there's nothing. Man, like. The first time, I can honestly say the first time I ended up going, I ended up in a, it's a Klingsman's Dome. It's a very, it's a very narrow roadway. It was a ton of people. Some people were parking on the side or the edges. And I'm like, bro, this shit ain't going to work. But then as I got to the point, I'm like, yeah, I see it. I see why. I, I see why everyone's here. And I was thinking like, man, the hype ain't real. The hype ain't this. And 
Oh yeah, that is real. Like it's been overplayed. Like it probably isn't yeah. even all that. And then you yeah. show up and you're like, all right, <laughs> it got smacked in the face. It's, and it's smack, actually beautiful. Coach. It's beautiful. Like For I just, sure. I've been, I've been, I've been back because of that multiple times, multiple times. All think it's been <laughs> shit in the past four years. I don't think I haven't been because of it. I have to go there in particular before I go anywhere else in the trip. Just seeing some of the quality content that's come out of there from other local photographers that do go out and travel that way. Oh yeah, it, it hooks you, most definitely. The oh, yeah. videos are insane. Like when you start to see like the uh, after after movies, if oh, you will, yeah. of, of Slammed Enough, oh my God, being out in the mountains, seeing all those really cool rolling shots and everything, it's beautiful that I'm just like, I, I wanna go, like I really wanna go. It's just, if work allows it. Different, bro. It's definitely, it's definitely different. That would definitely be on a, a really nice goal for this year, for sure. Or a meet to go to, you know, just to have that experience. Maybe that might, this might be the uh, first opportunity for me to take my car out of, uh, of the state, for the most part. I think, well, no, no, I've gone to Wisconsin in my car, but I usually yeah, don't really take long trips in my car. Yeah, but Wisconsin, like around the corner, bro. Right, exactly. It's I don't know, like corner. literally taking a nice like road trip. Yeah. Like I always told myself, if I could, or not, not if I could, obviously I can, but uh, once I get the opportunity, I would love to go out to like Colorado, out in the mountains. There's some really nice sceneries there too. Uh, right, at, right in the valley, seeing that that river that or, or the creek that runs right, right by, beside the roadway, and you're right in the valleys. Like it just looks gorgeous. Out there. But definitely. all in due time. In due time, hey man, it's a process. Most definitely. Definitely, it's definitely a process. You hey, but you'll get there when you get there. Don't don't say if, say when. Yeah, you're right. That's you're why right. I'm like you need to go to get. That's why I keep saying is you going to get. Okay, you ain't going, you going. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to my mom. Nigga, you going too? Yeah. <laughs> you going too. I said what I said. Kill right. me later. And he's on. definitely going now, now that he, yeah. now that he's got a, a new baby girl on his back. Yeah. 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 Cute. <laughs> but man. Let me see. What else? What have I asked you yet that I want to? Is there any... Is there any negative things that, that comes with photography that you feel? Like any negatives in a sense of like haters or more of like, you know, just people not truly understanding certain stuff that you shoot or post? Um, there is, or there has been. I haven't had many. Honestly, I feel like I've kind of just done my own thing and kind of gone, un gone under the radar. But yes, I have received a little bit of flack from uh, from a couple individuals. You know, at the end of the day, I know that uh, either my style or my, my photos aren't necessarily gonna appeal to everybody. I get it, everybody's got their own styles or people that, you know, they like to stick stick with. Uh, but in reality, like I said, I'm not out here trying to boast that I'm better than anybody or, or you know, trying to act all happy at all because I'm just literally doing it for fun. I'm enjoying it. But have I received slack? Yes, I have. I mean, I definitely have. I look at it like, if they hate you, you must be doing something right. Yeah, honestly, you know what? That's literally how I've taken it. If any, if anybody really has some issues with you, especially, first of all, if they never even met you or if they never even really talked to you, like how, how could you hate on someone that you don't even know or that you haven't even taken the time to get to know? You know what I'm saying? I can say it for you. Some of, some of your biggest haters, bro, be 
be quick to say something on the internet, but they, in person, they be like, oh, it ain't really that bad, it ain't really like that. It's just like, look, bro, if you ain't gonna say it, don't say it, you know what I mean? Correct. But don't hate on another man that's, you know, doing something to help the culture as a whole, you know, this same culture that you want to be a part of, you know, you love, you say. But, Especially if it comes down to like you don't even talk to these people, you know what I'm saying? It literally makes no sense how you can hate on someone that you don't even first of all you're not even talking to or isn't isn't like attacking you in any way. Like it's like I, I don't really know you, so how could you really just be judging me off the bat for something? You know, I don't I don't know if you just have uh, some some issues within yourself. I, I don't I don't know. Shit, I say the internet bring out internet bring out people true colors. Oh yeah, a lot of people get stuck in that club. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Most definitely, it's all that hype, you know. You start to, you start to bring in a crowd a little bit, and now you think you're better than everybody, and you know what? You ain't no different. Man. Not at all. You're human, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, hate if you want. I mean, that's that's your decision. That's your life. That's you gotta live with that. Not, not, not me. So exactly. I, I'm a, I'm gonna be humble, and I'm just gonna do my thing. At the end of the day, I, I'm not gonna entertain people that literally. Are nothing to me. Yeah, I respect that. You know, at the same time, you know, I, I like to be respectful and as professional as I can with what I do, but I'm also not just gonna go ahead and stand down or something like that. It wants to be petty and just start giving me shit for no reason. So, uh, but for those that actually, like I said, that have approached me or that do fuck with, with the stuff that I do, that I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. I accept it. And for everybody that wants to hate, you know, I may not know you were one out, but you know what? Like, fuck up, bro. Like, you ain't shit. Oh, welcome, man, bro. Like, I, I say this, I say this jokingly. I'm the biggest hater. Not you in specific, but I'm the biggest hater, bro. You wanna hate me? Good shit. Come on, man. I don't like your ass either, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> how, how deep you want this to go? I got you. That's true. <laughs> but most, 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 most people ain't about that shit, bro. Most motherfuckers be scared. Oh, no, most definitely, man. There, there's too many people that, uh, Try to act all big and hard, and they're real softy on the inside. They just keyboard shit, bro. Yeah. Keyboard warriors, man. I know a few. A lot of times, what happens <laughs> is because you know they got their friends to tag along with them, or you know they feel secure with 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 their people backing them up and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I guarantee you that, that if it wasn't worse. for them, they wouldn't be none. Make you look worse than me, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Make you look worse than me. And now you can't stand on your own too. You need somebody else to fight the battle. In my eyes, if you do that, you know that's that's just me, my opinion. Right. You know, and they may they may view it differently, but I don't give a fuck about their opinion. Let me be honest here. I don't give a fuck about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Miss me with that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's not gonna stop me from doing what I'm doing. Exactly. I mean, if they want to hate, that's fine. They're free to. You know, it's it's their lives. Like I said at the end of the day, but I'm still gonna keep on pushing and doing what I do. Yeah. Let it motivate. I know. She. I mean, it has. I mean, still be doing great for me, so I ain't, I ain't But it's literally just like you said, though, honestly, like, I take that as jealousy. I take that hating as, you know what, they probably wish they could do what you were doing. So I, I know that that's, that's actually a good thing. The hating is not necessarily bad. Especially when you, like I said, if you don't really talk to these people, like, what are they hating on? Oh, shit, they want to be in a position, though. Yeah. That's really what it is. They it want to be, be the case. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what it is. It could be the situation. I love it. And I'm going to be honest. I love that shit. Because deeply, I'm like, 
You want to meet me so bad, boy? It's alright, man. Yeah, the fact that they take time out of their day to go ahead and yeah. and, and hit on you says a lot. You know what? Like they clearly don't have anything going on in their lives, or their lives are so boring. You can be drafted to your cut. Exactly. You know, playing a video game, but you want to come my inbox, bro. I love, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Come on with me. That just that just tells you you're doing something right, and it's like more of a more of a reason to continue to do it oh, because yeah. that way it's like you know what at the end of the day if you don't like it I'm just gonna make sure that I keep doing what I do oh, so yeah. that way you can go ahead and keep on hating. Yeah. Haters are the motivators, dude. <laughs> That's the best way to look at that. For man. sure. Well, shit. Yeah. And off that, you know, shit. So, uh, what else? Is any you got anything you want to ask me in particular? Ooh, putting me on the spot here. Hmm. Well, you asked me what kind of inspired me to get into into photography. So, what inspired you to get into it? Did you like? Did you actually? You took classes. You said you know obviously yourself made as well. So, did you did you take classes? Did you do any of that, or did you start from scratch? The way I did? started from scratch, just like you did, man. Just never took any classes. Of, I mean, I'm welcome to it if I could, but on my time, I work most of the time. So I don't really get the chance to, but if you had a do-over, I'm sure you know, like what you know now, it's like, hey, maybe I could have developed my skills maybe a little bit more, even if it's like fundamentals. Nah, I think I would, I think I would take the same approach, honestly. Like, I mean, school, you know, school, school and learning from someone else works. It does work for some people, but for me, it's like, it's what it would, it's what drives me. Yeah. I needed it in the sense to like. At first, you know, everybody has a little bit of self-doubt where they're like, ah, I can't do it. It was more like, a, like, okay, it's a good start. I mean, go to the next step. Go to the next step from there. So I, I like, I like the way or the path that I ended up choosing. For sure, I definitely don't. I don't take back the way I started to honestly. I, I'm surprised because, like I said, I didn't have this planned out for me whatsoever from the get-go. It just kind of happened. And you know what? I feel like this is definitely what I was uh, supposed to do. Yeah. Definitely, definitely feels like something. Shit, it feels like something. I was oh, yeah, when you when you have that when you have that support behind you and you get all that feedback, like I said, it's almost like, geez, what was I doing with my life yeah. before? Like, man, like this is the exact opposite of what I probably live. You know, I, a lot of people just have nine to fives and you know don't really enjoy what they do or whatnot, or maybe they're trying to shoot for something bigger. But like for me myself, uh, I've always been into cars from the get go from a long time as a kid playing with Hot Wheels and all kinds of little things here and there. So I definitely had that passion uh, to do something with cars. And so I ended up going to school for a little bit to become a mechanic, you know, to kind of fix them. I honestly, I did it mostly for the simple reason to be able to have some knowledge behind me for when anything happens with my car, I could feel more confident going into it and knowing I don't have to worry about paying somebody to, to help me out. So that's why I did it. And lo and behold, man, doing it for some time now, it's definitely not what I pegged it out to be. But, you know, then again, you know, it's different for some people. Some people really do have the big opportunity. Some people really do uh, get that knowledge and grow. But for me, it's just like the way I'm looking at it now, knowing that I struggle. This, this passion for photography, honestly, I'm, I'm over here thinking, like trying to outweigh the, the the differences between both. Like, I'm not really a fan of breaking my back. Carrying, like, I, oh my God. I'm over here working on some big Jeep Wranglers with those really fat ass tires, heavy ass boys. And 
I'm over here breaking my back for customer only pays thirty dollars for that fucking rotate. You know what? I, I believe that people that do that to their vehicle should be responsible for their own goddamn rotates. Shit, man, can't, you can't lift one of them wheels, but I mean, I'm one of them guys though. But I know how to work on mine, so I don't complain too much for it. Yeah, that's it's. But that again, that's just me. Just just what I've been through, what oh, I've yeah. lived through. Like I, I work a, I work for a dealership, so. Yeah. Uh, I've been sticking around that Chrysler platform for some time now, and I will tell you, personally, I'm not a fan of, of those Better. jeans, but, you know, obviously, to each their own, right? Yeah. I can't necessarily, you know, speak for everybody. I just speak for myself and my experiences, what I've gone through. Um, but like I said, just, like, having to take that toll on your body day to day, day in, day out. Definitely, uh, definitely gets tired. your body in all different which ways and trying to fit in tight crevices and scratches and scars and Bucked it. all that stuff, man. It, it, it sucks. It takes a toll on you. So for me, I think that like I really want to step away from that. I mean, it, it costs a lot too. It's no different than photography, bro. Like I've spent tens of thousands of dollars in tools. Hell, my toolbox alone is like 15, 16k. Yeah, but just the toolbox. That's a lot, bro. Granted, I didn't pay that. Thank God, right? But boy, for a toolbox, just to be able to lock up your shit. But the tools in there, man, you're talking socket sets worth $600 for 10 sockets. And you're like, God damn, you know how much it would suck to lose one of those? Losing those 10 mils all, all the time? What? Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely, I'm glad that I, I found something that I actually grew a new fond passion for that is the exact opposite. Like, I don't feel like I'm always under the, the pressure of like, hey, when is this going to get done? When is this going to get done? Like, I get to make my own schedule. Granted, you know, I obviously have my day job, but I do this on the side. So, but it's nice to be appreciated for something you do versus, you know, people talking down to you because, hey, when the hell is this getting done or why hasn't this been fixed yet? It sucks, dude. It, it takes a toll on you. I don't like that. I don't like that unnecessary stress to be brought upon you and, you know, you're the one doing the work. They're just over there doing their thing. They're not wrenching, so they don't know what it's like. Fucking overseers, more or less. So I look at it. That's how I view it in that sense. If the one's not doing it, complaining, now look at them overseers. Like, you bring your ass out here and do this yourself. No, we'll exactly. Most definitely. <laughs> come, yeah. come, do this. come lift this tire, buck up. A lot of these managers, bro, have never wrenched in their lives. I mean... Some of them do. Some of them do come from a background yeah, of having yeah, wrenched yeah, before, but most of them don't. And like they don't understand what it's like. You know what? At the end of the day, they're making their steady paycheck. We're over here trying, to, make, trying to fight for hours to even get paid. I mean, once you go flat rate, dude, it's a whole different game. A whole new animal, boy. Yeah, exactly. So literally fighting for the, it's like fighting at the barrel. With that yeah, shit. hoping you don't all open that can of worms, dude. Yeah, that's so and lose your ass. So, like I said, for me, I just feel like. Uh, I mean, I'm still doing it, obviously, at the end of the day, it's paying my bills, but the goal is to move away from that and just find something else. Ideally, I would love to do something with photography, obviously, something that would allow me to continue to practice and to kind of fulfill what I'm doing. I'd be really happy to do something like that. Um, and if not, I mean, that's all right. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be grinding no matter what. This isn't, this isn't going to hold me down. So that ain't, that ain't going to stop. And I have, just like you've mentioned, that some people step away for a second or you know they only pick up the camera for a little bit and then they put it down and it's like if you really want to do this you got to push man you got to push you got to grind because what happens push. is you can put that camera down for a couple weeks a month two months whatever and you think oh, i'll pick it up you know once this season's over so oh, and no. such and dude that turns into years and then you never hold that camera again it's just like 
that's what I found out about myself. The moment I picked it up and actually started doing it, like basically once I make that investment, that, once you made that heavy investment, you're like, all right, I just spent so and such money. If I'm not gonna put this thing to work, then I'm taking a huge loss. So that literally, I maybe in a sense that kind of propelled me to start doing something with it. The fact that I spent so much to begin with, just to get it going, and. At the end of the day, like I said, I'm I'm doing it for fun. I mean, it's nice to, to make a little bit of money out of it, but I'm not so concerned with the money aspect because, like I said, some people will focus on that. Some people will be worried about what's going to make me the most money. Now, from what I see in photography, the real money is in portraits and, and weddings and stuff like that, big events. That's where the money's at if that's what you're striving for. But me, on the other hand, I'm, I'm doing it, I'm having fun, I'm enjoying what I do, I still stick within the car community, you know, that's where my passion's always been. So the fact that I could do something that brings those two together is awesome. Yeah. Stay um, true, definitely stay true to you, man. Exactly, most definitely. And that, that's what I'm doing, but uh, definitely I, I want to push myself, I want to, this, this year actually, I want to touch a little bit on the videography aspect of it. Yeah. You know, I, I bought some equipment for that too. That's already all purchased and ready to go. It's just, video is a whole other monster, man. It's a challenge in its own. That is uh, a whole other monster. It's like, I don't know if I'm prepared for it, but I'm willing to give it a shot. I mean, I, I made the investment, right? Time to put it to work. Kind of got to make your money back for everything you spent, for sure. So that's, honestly, that's my initial goal. It's just keep doing what I'm doing, but... Once I, once everything's fully paid off, that I've made the money that basically it took to get all of this. From there on, it's like the sky's the limit. Like the equipment's yours now. You don't owe anybody any money, nothing. It's yours, and now you decide what you want to do with it. But how many how many things can you purchase in life to where you know they're actually going to be making you money back? Not a lot. I mean, like let's, let's be real. Us with our car parts. They're not necessarily making us our money back, but you know, sometimes, hey, sometimes you get lucky. Pay me back, smiles per gallon. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's really all I do. Yeah, so, sometimes it works out, but most of the times, no. You know for a fact that you're only depreciating. But you know, I, I don't do it for the fact of like, oh, what's gonna hold its value the most? I do it just because it's like a drug, dude. You gotta worry about the money. It's all money's always gonna be a factor in things. Regardless, oh, sure. money comes and goes. At the end of the day, what does it what does it matter to be making a lot of money if you don't do anything? With Enjoy it. it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't don't really literally bankrupt yourself, right? But yeah, at the same don't do time, that. You know, but be smart about it and like enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. Exactly. But just to just finish it off, the answer at least to finish answering another. I guess you could say another reason what really got me deeper into it. To be honest with you, it's not a lot of me in the I say in the scene. I guess there's a lot of photographers, but there's not a lot of black photographers. I feel it's okay. at least the ones that you do see. You know, you see each other. You know, depending on the show, like Ben Levy, I see Ben a lot, but it's not a lot of us truly in it, doing it, and loving it, passionate. Or if there is, you know, we don't. I don't see them, but I want them to be more into it. But I looked at it in a sense like, okay. If I don't see them, let me show them. What's, For sure. No, let's do it. Let's do this. Look at me as an example. Push yourself to want to be here. And feel, I feel like I'm successful in the point. Look, looking back at it, you know what? That It makes sense, honestly. Now, I'm trying to think about like the shows that I've been to in the past and I stuff. Lie, bro. You're right. Like You're right. There really isn't many, many cats out there for sure. 
So it needs to be wow. more. Actually, I never really thought about it that way because I see photographers all the time, but I guess I never really yeah. truly paid attention to that fact, right? So, yeah. but I, I mean, there there are some like there are some that I say inspire me. It's one in particular. It's a guy named Belandis. He's in Detroit. He, okay. you know, I mean, he shoots everything. Not even cars. It's just everything. Lifestyle, real life in Detroit. It's him. And then there's a. Uh, I think Mike Gray. Mike Gray's from uh, New York, Jersey area. He moved, went to Cali, moved to Cali, I believe. He goes between Cali and the New York, Jersey area here and there. So, like, it's them two. And then I look, and there's not a lot more that really, I guess you could say, strive and really work as much as they do. But I look at that like, shit, not to put myself, like, above them or in that. Like, I don't want to be looked at with them in that forum. It's just, like... Chicago has one, you know, not oh, like yeah. the tip exactly. the token, but more of we need, we need to find our own identities in the space, have us, you know, love as well, you know, it's, it's a lot of photographers, but it ain't, it ain't enough, you know what I mean, sure. it needs to be more of me and more chocolate, we need to be more chocolate here, <laughs> so I definitely say that. I feel you. So for sure. No, definitely that, I, I feel very similarly about that, like you, you want to you want to make your presence known like not literally because i know you're you're a silent ninja over here man yeah i like i like staying incognito you, you just you literally like i would not know that you were even there <laughs> i mean granted i i will spot you if, if, if i happen to be looking in your direction yeah, most but of the time, for most of the time it's like bro you were at the show i didn't even freaking see oh, yeah. you like how the hell did you that's how i enjoy it <laughs> i enjoy it that way oh Makes you're like how the hell did your big ass get away from you what the hell? <laughs> hey man I'm quick, I'm quick, first step with, I'm in there. It's just, I don't know, sometimes at shows or anywhere, it's just, I feel like I would be the earliest one, or first one there, make sure I get it. Because I want to be able to look back at it, say I got it before, either like a ton of people show up at a show, or before, you know, just the moment gets ruined. Like, I'm, I For like sure. being an early bird sometimes. Yeah, that's true, because sometimes people take your... Uh, your attention away and then yeah. you lose track of what you were doing so like Man. the moment you get in there you're like right in it you're grinding like your focus is getting all the shots that you need to done and then when someone kind of pulls you away for a little longer than a few yeah. seconds yeah it kind of throws you off i definitely sure. got tapping on that fucking josh nigga i'm talking about you bro <laughs> man you damn bro so i'll be i'll be like 10 shots deep and then motherfucker walk up like hey, brother man jay i'm like Nigga, what? Why are we doing this, bro? Not right now, Josh. Give me a minute, Josh. And then it's like, it's too late, man. Once you do that. I got love for Josh, but damn, bro. He, he fuck it up He does you dirty sometimes. Yeah, so. man. It's like, shit. I've been incognito motion show. It's like, oh, Josh He you, bro. He saw like, you. Like, I don't think Josh seen me, bro. I don't think he seen me. Did he walk up? Brother, man, damn. He got me, bro. Mm-hmm. Look. I give up on the next ten cars, bro. I ain't about to be back here. <laughs> All you gotta do is find a find a model around and just throw around on the Josh. Take his mind off. This shit ain't gonna work on Josh, man. Josh, 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 different, bro. I ain't gonna say that shit. The weatherman, shit, Josh. Gotta stop, Josh. <laughs> gotta stop, Josh. <laughs> but man, but shit. All in all, though, effort, man, definitely want to take the time and I'll say thank you, you know, for oh, being on the pod, bro. bro. It means yeah. a lot. You know, you're gonna be you're gonna be back. And go say hope to see you back. No, you're gonna be back. Gonna oh, be back. Sure, you know, always appreciate the love, man. I know, I know you've definitely been uh, 
a great support for sure, man. Got you, and, and keep pushing me to obviously, you know, stay out there, stay grinding. So it, it always means a lot to, yeah, yeah. Like said, coming you. from you, coming from anybody that supported me up to this point. Yeah, I'm not going to stop. I'm, I'm going to continue in whatever way I have to, but I'm going to keep pushing. Yeah, yeah. I, love, I love to hear that, man. But all in all, bro, it's, it's us in the community as a whole. Like, I know some people view the current community different than us, but it's just like... We together, bro. We we conquer a lot more rather than being separated and fighting over, like, oh, this piece of the pie or this is not, nah, bro. That literally makes no sense. Yeah, to me. man. For it's like come to, together, bro. For people to be taking it as a competition, it's like at the end of the day, who are we competing yeah, against? You competing against yourself, really? Yeah, That's I mean, it? like considering all the different styles there is, what are you competing against? I mean, like, or what are we shooting for? That like, like. Is there some sort of title, some sort of trophy at the end of this that like to end all be all? I look at it in the sense of passing the torch. I want to inspire the next set of photographers to be like, you know what? Hey, I seen what Weezy did, bro, mm -hmm. and it drove me to want to do it myself. That's really how I view it. In the sense of like, we seen we seen the breadcrumbs, or we see the photos, see the videos, everything that he he did, he did it himself, and wanting for more. Well, definitely. So, it's a very satisfying feeling when you get people that you don't know and they don't necessarily have to be local. It could be people that have decided to follow you from a different state, from a different country. I mean, uh, it's really satisfying when you get people telling you that, like, dude, like, you're, I really like your photography. You've actually kind of inspired me to want to shoot and so and such. And it's like, you never think that your your, your content is out there actually touching people and, like, Shit, could truly be changing. Stuff. I definitely have I've had that. I've had that a bunch. I've had that a lot at like Riverside, Riverside Chattanooga. It's coming up. It's April. This past one, uh, you know, Lord Resto is a guy that passed last year. That I walked past his car. His girlfriend came to the show, and I seen one of my pictures inside of his car, and I, it kind of like drew me, like drew me out a bit. Like, man, like, wait a minute. Like, I don't, I don't know this man. Like, I never met this man. And then <laughs> right. just to see it, and just. I'm like, yeah, this is mine, bro. His girlfriend walked up, was like, thank you, you know, thank you for that. And I'm like, thanking me for, it. you know, I'm just taking a picture, right? And it meant more to her than anything. For sure, man. So definitely there, definitely a gap too. You know, people walked up like, what a wheezy, and I'm like, look, like, how the fuck do you know me, bro? Like, like I don't know you. Oh, we know you, and that's. But it's like, or, or do you know the person behind that camera? You know what I'm saying? Like, who do you know the person behind those photos? You know, sometimes people don't know the person behind those photos. They just see them. You know, you you post up your watermark. You know, it's there, and it's like, oh, he he took that photo. He was there. Did anybody see him? What does he look like? So and such. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, do you ever do you ever post photos of, of yourself on your on your content? I don't personally. Like I'm not on Instagram. I don't. Okay. I like to keep that private, keep that to myself, or I keep that, you know, for family, for Facebook. Keep that for, keep that for the birds. I got you, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't really, I think I posted maybe one photo, I think, once. Just me with my own car, I mean, had a tripod, and I just decided to take a photo. I mean, oh, yeah. different being in, being in front of the camera versus yeah. being behind it. It's, it's weird, bro. <laughs> it's kind of like me being behind this mic, bro. It's different. It's definitely something that you can look at and be like, damn, man, like, I'm really holding this microphone and talking right now. Because yeah, right, exactly. You know, it's definitely a different feeling, but it's worth it, too. For sure. Gotta, gotta get out of his shell, bro. Got to. Yeah, when you, when you, when you like it as much as you do, 
there's no there's no roadblocks like it's not yeah. shit like like being like juggernaut bro running through that wall but it's worth it man. straight up definitely <laughs> worth it man most definitely but again you know I, you know I said all my thanks man I appreciate you coming on the pod bro we gonna be back and Hopefully it's be, you know, with Josh. And hopefully Josh ain't weatherman and yeah, I'm taking shots, Josh. I ain't stopping this shit, bro. <laughs> he ain't stopping this train, man. <laughs> but yeah, bro, but after Thanksgiving, bro, we'll yeah. work in soon. We'll tap back in. Probably sure. at Tuna Gallery. Are you going to Tuna Gallery? Yes, yeah, I will definitely be there. Um I uh, I'm really anxious to uh throw a couple of, of things on the car that I that I acquired. Um just for the show or just in general for the season, like it's just a couple of exciting. Yeah, we're gonna keep that on the low. We, yeah. ain't, we ain't spilling nothing here, bro. We'll keep that secret to Tony. Come to Tony, I really wanna see it. Yeah, for sure, yeah. That, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be the representative. I know, uh, I don't know exactly how many of us are gonna be there from the crew, but you know, Ronan's gonna be there. Oh, yeah. we'll definitely, we're definitely making our presence known. Always. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll be there. That's, our, that's the opener, man. I'll be there for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, definitely. I'm actually glad to hear you say that. I know you won't be bringing your car, unfortunately. Yeah, man. Man, that thing, I have not seen in ages, but the last time I saw it. It'll be, it'll be ready. I feel by. I'm, I'm targeting by slamming up Chicago to really be, you know, done and complete. But, I, you know, by cars and culture in May, it should be ready. Okay. If, if everything goes right. Are you right. going to try to put it into the show for the, the opener for uh, cars and culture? I'm not too sure about that yet. And it's more like, I don't know, I kind of got a weird, got a bit of a weird relationship with that car, man. It's kind of oh, like, I, I want to make sure it's working and it's working right before I, you know, take the chance to really put it in anything. Like, do you, like, um... Occasionally, like you must obviously have to turn it on, make sure you know that it's oh, yeah. working, yeah. you know, put it through its paces. I'm sure you're not really out trying to, or at least I don't know if you do go out cruising at all whatsoever. Not, you know? not as much as I should with it. I should personally. Dude, some, sometimes those late night cruises, let me tell you, man, they're so relaxing. That's why satisfying, and that's that's honestly why she's in the predicament she's in. I mean, it's I've moved it and driven it since Slam Up Chicago, but she. She had a bit of a hiccup, had a peace break <laughs> on the way home. So, but that's what happens when you. You know why? Because that fitment yeah, of yours, man. man. That's some tight fitment. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I wouldn't say that. I say it's more of a, a power. Yeah. Well, um, man, that too. Uh, I mean, I, I know, I know she gallops. Yeah, I know that. Bro, she got sure. tired, bro. She like, look, man, you ain't gonna keep pushing me like this, bro. So I'm gotta give. And she, but you never had any issues. So like, like your car, obviously you're static. I know you're static. So like, do you run? Considering your fitment, do you run a very aggressive spring rate? Yeah, I, yeah, I run a very aggressive, uh, very aggressive spring rate on that. It's about, it's about I believe 40k in the front. Damn. And about uh, 30, oh my I think it's like 30 in the rear. Yeah, it's just aggressive, bro. It's yeah, I wanted it to be like that. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, I, when <laughs> when when I built that car, man, all I wanted to do was make sure everything clear. If I can clear a speed bump, was really the whole thing. Right. My first drive, I. Yeah, I was a bit on pins and needles. I didn't like, man, damn, this shit. I mean, I know you got some some meaty boy tires on it for sure. Yeah, I, um, I actually went I went down a tire size last year. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, but at, like you're not running on rubber bands. That's what I'm getting. No, you don't like you. You definitely have enough of a tire. Granted, your spring rate is so high, yeah. but like you have a meaty tire, so at the very least, you have a lot of cushion yeah. for the uh, for those wheels, bro. You gotta protect them, man. Hell yeah. That's, a, that's an investment, bro. Them, oh, I them feel BS's you. and them I'm babies, a, bro. I'm a little skeptical about the season for, for that for Just, that setup. It's definitely who it's definitely who uh, aligns the car 
and then it's it's gonna be on you checking it too because it's camber wear is real when you run a heavy you know mounts of camber which is, that shit's I mean it was negative seven at one point but now it's like negative. 15 yeah I was, gonna, I was actually just about to ask you i was like so, do you, uh, could you disclose how much uh yeah, how much uh, degrees you got it's on that negative 15 and front and rear is front it square oh yeah, my square. god yep damn it's the only way camera is real Let yeah me tell you. i mean <laughs> i've been i've been lucky knock on wood i've been lucky i've only in the past four years of ownership i only db'd it once it wasn't okay. even on my new setup. It was on my old setup. I debeat it. Were you like really stretched out? That's the only reason why you nah, debeat it. No, it's just the, I feel. I personally, I feel like that the tire that was on there at the time dry rotted. Okay. They were new, but I feel like it dry rotted because in the spot they actually debeat it at, it wasn't like a blowout or you know like a explosion. It was more of just like you could see excessive wear, not okay. to the core. So I'm like, yeah, maybe it just found a weak point. It just beat it there. So, I mean, my my wheels at the time weren't damaged or anything. So I already, I'm like, it's just a DB. Gotcha. Yeah, considering, was, considering you have all that camber and obviously you would wear the tires faster, uh, do you ever flip your tires then so you can get more life out of it? Because yeah, really yeah, only one side of that's getting yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I flip them, but it's you know still camber. It's gonna be camber wear on all four. So it's just, it's it's gonna it's gonna continue to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm, I'm aiming I'm aiming to get a little more camber okay. uh, and, uh, for my car this year, just a little bit to compensate for for the new setup that I got. Yeah, just I say safe. You know, some people the purists are probably disagree, but negative three is safe. Negative seven is feasible. You know, you can get away with negative seven. It all depends on. How, uh, how often you drive your car? If you drive your car a lot, I say negative three, because at least then you get a little bit of poke, but it's right. not like, your wheel is not flexing, so you don't right. have to worry too much. But it depends on the tire and the wheel and how aggressive your well, wheel yeah, is. I mean, it, it all it all will always depend on your wheel setup too. I mean, did you do your research right? Did, yeah, did, did you get yeah. the correct specs? I mean, there we could literally make a whole darn yeah. conversation and debate yeah. about that because you know everybody has different styles. Shit, that some people it. like hella stretchy boys. Some people like minor stretch. Some people Shit. don't like stretch. Some people like, like that really bro. squared up tire. And I'm like, you know, but I'm, I'm it's subjective. Flush. You know, everyone's different. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, it's kind of like OGs for me. I'm a I don't know if if you're around. I'm sure you're around. You're around, but you've seen Hella Flush. I'm one of the OG Hella Flush guys. Like, yeah. I just love that look. People despise the shit, but it's like I don't give a fuck because right. no one else did it. No one else did it ten and a half at the time. Like if you look on the shit, you know I mean you can look on paper industries, you see a few cars, but you don't see a lot of Mazdas running heavy setups like that or aggressive setups they tend right. to run. your build is very unique granted you know even if it's not so out there what it does showcase is aggressive yeah and that's on my shit hey don't don't let these fool, don't let these wheels fool you bro like oh no no yeah <laughs> they're not just for show that that car definitely's got some power behind it and like dude speed sixes are not even seen man anymore around like honestly i think i've only ever bought to a few maybe just one passing me by randomly yeah, on the they're, street they're but, rare man very they're definitely rare. rare now. It's you know, shit. That's all wheel drive, freaking turbo. It's killer. It's a uh, two point three, right? Yeah, it's two three, two three. Yeah, no, no, no. That's definitely you know, it's a gem. Yeah. Definitely something you want to take care of. Because yeah, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> that's why I don't drive it that much. How many? Right? How many miles are on it? If you don't mind me asking. I mean, on on the body, it's over. It's over hundred k on the body. On okay. the motor, 
since the bell motor's been in it, I've probably flipped maybe 3,000 miles on since, since then. Practically brand new car. I mean, for God's sakes, I mean, I've only seen photos, but I know that body's in good shape. It doesn't yeah. seem like there's ever been some, I mean, it's like, a few, at least the, the body. I don't know yeah, about yeah. the chassis. The I don't camber, know how, if it's seen better days, but the, uh... One of my, one of my quarter panels that, yeah. <laughs> yeah it didn't make seen, it. <laughs> seen better days. I gotcha. But I gotcha. we run aggressive. Yeah, but you knew that. Bro. You knew what you were asking for. Oh, you know? I don't care. You gotta pay to play, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm like this all the time. You know? For sure. Shout out to my shout out to my air boys though, you know, hey, y'all cheating a little bit. Hey man, it's like, nah, I, I wanna be here, bro. And then I get it, you know, you sacrifice right quality, but you you're like this all the time. That's really I guess you could say why I stuck with it. <laughs> I, I know you said you're you're a little more biased to, to static. For yeah, sure. I'm, I know myself perfectly. I could not go bagged unless it was given to me for I free. Because I love tell you. some bag setups in a way like how they are. Like some bag setups, it's just like man, that shit clean. And this ain't you know this ain't no biasness here, but man, it's it was one FRS BRZ that I love for Ashanti, bro. Just the way the way Ashanti was, bro. That I that car. That. That car, like I, I, I don't want Mo to be like, this nigga been lying to me, bro. But I, I love the way that car. Tough. It just compared to most wide body FRS BRZs, bro. That shit tough. Most wide bodies, you may get a little bit over it into the over fender, or you may get some that's tucked more in, and it's like, bro, you, you ain't got no coat, man. That shit don't, that shit don't work. Right. On some wide body cars, it's, you know, guarantee everybody wide body this, wide body that. It's just what you do. But that car for a stock body, the top, I salute that man. Like, that's respect, bro. Like, I, I have to. And I, got, I never told him that. I didn't, I didn't want him to be like, man, this Jay lying to me, bro. But never told him that. Uh, I've always had, always had love for that car. For, and for being oh, here, so I've always got love. It was had, a sta had a static guy, bro. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's heartfelt regardless, and it's not, and it's not even more of a, like, like to kiss up to, to our boy Mo, but it's like, it truly was a very unique car at the end of the day. Like, dude, you have no idea going to these darn shows how many people get drawn to that car. And not, and not only adults, bro, kids are insanely yeah, running up to that dang car like he made his presence known at the end of the day and i mean he never let up though you would think like oh, i'm always gonna stop now you know he's nah, clearly done so yeah. much to the car that man literally left almost no stone stone unturned that's why and that's why it always made you look at it when you see like man what's next man what yeah. what this man got playing next they make me think make me work and it's like i love bills like that because then it's like the next new thing it makes you look for it instead of being like oh oh he went wide body oh that's cheap ass way to go out but with his, his shit it's like a what what thing has he touched that we have not seen for like sure. that car's interior was dope again this ain't a not you know what fuck that this is shot bro your interior you got a wide body you got stock interior don't fucking talk to me bro i don't want to hear it and that's for everybody yeah. Most, most of those builds really don't have nothing much to show on the interior. Because they spent all that money on that damn wide body. That's why. Should I get it? Bears ain't cheap. But you should probably do your interior before you go bears, bro. I mean, to each his own. Watch outside look good. Then you find out you got a, you know, you got a BBL on the inside, bro. That's bad. 
All show no go, that's, that's bad, bro. Yeah. And I said, hey, look, you want to hate me? Hate me, I love it. But no, you need to. You got to do more, bro. Well, definitely. Um, speaking for, my, for myself, I know I'm more of a, you know, I like, I like stuff to just be simple and clean. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really ask for much. Like, honestly, like, like I said, kind of going back to, to your bill. Like, if you were just taking a photo of it and you just saw it, you would think, like, obviously it's feminine, it's crazy, and all that, but you're not really trying to go super wild with everything else, as, as far as aesthetics is concerned. And I, and I love that. I love that, because it just looks clean and it looks mean, dude. Like, and, like, you know that that car ain't no slouch. Like, you know for a fact. But that's literally how my build is. It's not meant to be anything. I'm not out trying to race nobody or, yeah. or trying to talk some big game personally, but that's just me. Um, but I love. I just love this a little clean. I, I'm a static guy. Like I said, I personally would never go to badge unless they were given to me. Like for me, the biggest reason to get badge would clearly be just for the photos. Oh yeah. That's literally it's the air it. out. <laughs> air out for the one time. Um, but and like I mean, don't get me wrong. Of course, it looks killer when you have a really nice setup in that trunk. You know what I'm saying? You could be unique and you can express yourself in all kinds of ways. Some people, uh, rather than running a single tank, run separate tanks or se several or several smaller tanks, or the way their lines are, or making custom boxes, custom this, this, that, or where they mount everything. So, like, I've seen some really killer like uh, air setups, most definitely. But it's just like I feel like the it doesn't end with the purchase. No. See, because you can get yourself a good quality set of, of clothes for 15 to no. two grand, you know? But you're never in the rags, you're talking double that, and then on top of that, you still gotta invest in making that trunk setup look nice. Yep. The upkeep, that maintenance, bro, you gotta make sure, you know, you check your filters, you purge your lines, you gotta make sure this, this, that, and you're not. the last time I checked your water trunk. Yeah, you gotta make sure you ain't blowing fuses like my boy Chris. It's like, I don't know, we can't have that. So, but hey, at the end of the day, you know what? Like I said, it's all it's all what what you like, what you enjoy. And it doesn't mean you can't have a good setup, regardless whether it's modified up the ass or if it's simple and clean. Like your build, your build should be unique to you. Yeah, definitely. Just express yourself in whatever way you know you see best fit. Yeah, exactly. So, you know me, shit. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and end it off though. End it off here though, after man. Sure. Nice time. Forever, but, hey, appreciate the yeah, love. Nice time, you bro. For sure. Later, bro.